of the things I try to dream about. I, I, I manifested at least some of them. Uh, you know, obviously there's a lot more on the way, but I, I really like to try to take a step back out of the work, the constant grinding, the constant, you know, hustling and just uh, be happy with where I'm at and try to, you know, be proud of, you know, things I've accomplished. We are back with a fire episode of Positive AF Podcast. I'm your host, Des DeCosta, and thank you for joining me in this conversation with yet another great guest. Like last week, my guest today is interning from UNLV's School of Journalism and Media Studies. As a local Las Vegas rap artist, he talks about his creative process being one that forces him to dig deep. In doing so, he's been able to tell his story through lyricism and connect deeply to motivate and inspire. He's got a ton of gold to share, guys, so I hope you enjoy this episode and check out his musical masterpieces for some daily motivation. Hey, it's Des DeCosta. I'm your host with another episode of Positive AF Podcast. I'm here today with an awesome dude. His name is Jag Govan, aka Jag Gats. And, you know, he's been interning over at my company at Positive Cast. And I want to take you behind the scenes with some of the insider stuff with what he's been doing. So thank you for doing that. You know, he's the producer for Positive AF Podcast, and he's also a local Las Vegas rap artist. So I'm ready to bring him to the table, to the hot seat today. Jag Govan, welcome to Positive AF. All right, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So you know the drill. You are the one who produces these podcasts. Let's open up the space with a moment of gratitude. Jag, what are you grateful for today? Um, so obviously I've heard this question a lot. So, you know, I, I've, I've come up with a couple of different answers, but I think, you know, right now what I'm really uh, grateful for is just like the position I'm in. I think uh, looking back as just, you know, myself as a child and, you know, just a lot of things I, I thought I would be doing at, uh, at 20 years old, uh, which is the uh, age I'm at right now. You know, I'm really proud of you know how far I've come and, you know, a lot of the uh, characters I hold and a lot of the, uh, you know, uh, standards I try to uphold. I feel like uh, a lot of the things I try to dream about, I, I, I manifested at least some of them uh, you know obviously there's a lot more on the way but I, I really like to try to take a step back out of the work the constant grinding the constant you know hustling and just uh be happy with where i'm at and try to you know be proud of you know things i've accomplished i love that and i love the word manifest that you used because like i feel like it's a hot word right now that might be overused mm -hmm. and it's like what does that really mean to you but you know knowing that you are making certain decisions within yourself and that coming to fruition in your life, like, holy shit, that must be an amazing realization. Um, so we're gonna get into all of those things, all the amazing things that you've been doing, but let's take a step back for a second. Like, tell me and the audience, what have you been doing at your role at Positive Cast these past few weeks? Um, just give them a little bit of an insight. So uh, I got I started my internship. Uh, so this is going to be my last semester uh, here at UNLV. Uh, I'm a, a marketing major and I have a minor in music tech. Uh, those are two uh, uh, spectrums I try to cover. So the marketing was to cover you know a little bit more of the media side, while the music tech was to cover like the technical side. So uh, while choosing my uh, marketing internship, I really wanted something that you know covered the basis for a lot of the things I would try to do in the future and a lot of you know possible uh, opportunities that would come. My way so uh once i, I found this opportunity with uh des you know it, it really kind of lined out everything i needed to do and everything i felt like uh could really improve my skill set just as a person overall even more than an artist
artist. So uh, at Positive Cast, you know, what I usually do is I take the podcast, I listen to them. We have, you know, a variety of different podcasts at our agency. We have, you know, some on health, some on business, uh, you know, some on uh, mental health, some on spirituality. You know, it's a lot of... uh, great podcasts that I've really gotten the chance to learn from. So I really get to sit down. I get to listen to these podcasts. Uh, usually we'll have guests or whoever the hosts are talking. Uh, then I get to kind of pick out the best bits, you know, anything that sticks out to me. I build the title around that. You know, I try to write, you know, little show descriptions of all the podcasts. And then we have, you know, little graphics uh, that we put together. We try to, you know, focus on uh, the best parts. That That's kind of my favorite part is trying to analyze where I feel like the audience is going to gain the most from and what's going to really help this podcast stick out from the other ones so i I make the the graphics for that you know i do a little bit of audio production to hopefully you know try to make everything sound clean and then you know we're we're on a weekly schedule i do a couple episodes a week uh, you know the different podcasts so for me it's definitely been a lot of fun and definitely been a lot of learning definitely been you know my, I feel like my overall skill set has improved a lot because I've gotten the chance uh, to not only work on all the podcasts, but gain all the information, you know, learning about health and business. And, you know, these are all things that I feel like everybody could really benefit from. So it's definitely been, you know, a really fun journey for me. Oh my gosh, that makes me so happy. I'm really happy for the fact that, you know, we found each other in this podcast um, an internship and everything, like you're able to refine your skills. And you know what, that's really shown, like you really come to the table and everything that you've been creating is top tier, high caliber. And, um, you know, really is also a testament to your artistry as an artist. And we're gonna get to that in just a second, but I don't wanna get too ahead of ourselves. I would love to know who are you? Like, what makes you, you? What's your story, Jay? I think, uh, you know, something I try to talk about a lot is, you know, three things I I really hold uh, very high to me is, you know, I try to be a good person. I try to be good at what I do and I try to be myself. You know, I feel like I've kind of refined that as like, you know, my, my little elevator pitch, but like, those are the three things I really, I really try to, you know, carry with me. I, I really only used to carry the first two. And then, you know, I feel like, you know, being a good person and being good at what I do. But I think lately, I feel like being yourself in an era where a lot of people, I feel like feel pressure to be somebody else or, you know, try to conform to, you know, a little bit of standards to what other people think. I feel like that that's a really key thing to me as well. So as long as I keep the balance of those three, I feel like, uh, you know, those, those are really important things. So as for the first one, being a good person, you know, just trying to be, you know, respectful to everybody and trying to understand everybody and where everybody comes from and just, you know, you never know what anybody's been through or what they got going on at home. So all I want to do is be able to, you know, not make that situation any worse, not be able to, you know, be a hateful person or a, a spiteful person or do anything, you know, harmful. I feel like I, I've always had an issue with anybody who's like that. I know that, you know, that's a result of just like mishandling emotions. So I think, uh, you know, I'm really big on, you know, trying to work on myself and trying to be the best person I can be, which allows you to, you know, help others in the best way possible. As far as, you know, being good at what I do, you know, I'm a very, uh, obsessive person when it comes to you know my my work ethic and you know the type of things i like and i pursue i i'm really into like you know learning as much as i can and uh, knowledge is a very big important thing for me and you know trying to always give you know 100 percent you know no matter the circumstances I, I really don't like you know not fulfilling my potential when i feel like i can i feel like i'm really big on learning as much as i can uh being as uh, hardworking as i can being as open as i can being as uh, uh learning from others and trying to really play my part as it's as part of a team or as part of you know any you know society i'm a part of so being good at what i do is is something i I hold really uh, high to me and uh, as for the last one being myself you know I, i feel like uh over over like you know 
as everyone, you know, the world, when you grow up, you kind of learn different things. People try to put you down for different things. People just try to say, you know, what's cool and what's not, what's good and what's not. I feel like you really have to, you know, kind of take a step out and really look at yourself in the mirror and realize uh, what you like about yourself and what you think can be improved and really, you know, walk into that and really, you know, be the person that you feel like you are and like stop caring about what other people think and how that's going to affect uh, how you move or think or act or walk or whatever. You know, I feel like as long as you can keep those three things attached, no matter no matter what you do, you could really, you know, go full on and be, you know, the best version of yourself that you can. I love that so much. Yeah. So let's dive into that a little bit more about being authentic and staying grounded in who you are. Mm -hmm. Sounds a little bit like an easy thing, but honestly, with so many different factors at play and influences, Mm -hmm. obviously it's not the most simple thing. Like, you know, just be yourself, right? So what are some of the things that you do to remain grounded in who you are? I think, you know, this is like this goes for like a lot of different like career paths. But like, you know, when when you're an influencer, a podcaster, an artist, you know, uh, we talk about a lot. You're kind of you're a small business in yourself. So you're kind of selling yourself. I feel like that is like a that in itself is a trap because, you know, that's what causes a lot of people to change. You know, like if you just turn look at it in terms of business, if your product's not selling, you know, your, your gut instinct is come with a different product or change the product or, you know, do something, you know, to, to mess with uh, what's actually going on. So for me, instead of that, I, I would rather change the audience instead of trying to change myself. I'd rather see, okay, what can I get you to think about me or what can I lead you down to understand better who I am or where I come from or, you know, the kind of person I'm trying to be and the kind of uh, things I'm trying to offer you. I feel like uh, being authentic, you know, I, I'm in an industry where uh, a lot of people have to fake it. A lot of people have to, you know, be something they're not or, you know, do things they don't necessarily want to do because that's what sells or, you know, that's what's popular. That's what they know will uh, help them uh, succeed. And, you know, there's no hate to that, but I just know that's not sustainable. I feel like that that I would be uh, driven crazy if I ever had to, you know, go down that path. You know, the my favorite thing about being an artist and like, you know, being a creative person is being myself. You know, everything that I don't like about myself or I feel like other people are trying to put me down for, I, I found a comfort in. I found, uh, you know, th- these are actually attributes that help me and, you know, help me be a better person, artist, uh, friend, family member, whatever. You know, you really got to just uh, own in on, you know, what the people say your faults because as far as again is you're just a good person and you're good at what you do there's no really you know faults anybody can use against you you know that means everything that you're doing is you know with pure intentions with pure character you know you you really can't listen to what other people say and i think as soon as you get that out of your head it really allows you to be you know as authentic and as uh have as much integrity as possible i gotta be honest like everything you said speaks to me Mm -hmm. and people always have to have something to say, you know, people are always going to have something to say, especially when you are putting yourself out there and being unapologetic. Everybody's going to have advice for you and, you know, obviously listen, be respectful, but take it with a grain of salt. And at the end of the day, this is something that I have to repeat for myself too. You have all the answers, like seriously, you know, I mean, advice is good. Advice is great. Learning is amazing every day, you know, is an opportunity to learn something new, Mm -hmm. but like at the core of it all, you know, exactly what you need to do, you know, you best. And so, yeah, that's why there's a lot of floating like ideas out there that can get you off your track, off your game. And, um, you know, one creative to another, I feel that really deeply because that's something that, uh, I definitely have to realign myself, you know, get back on track 
sometimes because I'm talking to a lot of people as are you. And a lot of the time, sometimes there's different energies in motion, but, um, yeah, like just stay yourself, be authentic. So as an artist, where do you draw most of your inspiration? Um, Uh, where does that come from? uh, A lot of it, I think just comes from emotion. Like, uh, you know, speaking of like, just our, that that previous point, you know, I'm a genuinely, I'm a very sensitive person. You know, that's kind of how I've always been growing up. And that's again, you know, something that's kind of been, you know, tried to be used against me, but you know, as, as soon as I started becoming, you know, or really being fully, uh, aware of my potential creatively, you know, I realized how much of an asset that was, you know, the simplest thing, you know, I, I really run on a platform and a craft that you really have to be aware of your emotions and be uh, able how to use them. You know, if you get angry, if you get sad, if you get happy, uh, if you get frustrated, if you get depressed, if you get, uh, you know, anxious, you have to be able to put those emotions into words and make it into music. So I feel like, you know, that's something I, I really am proud of now. You know, I, I am a, a very sensitive person, but that, that means I'm actually, you know, a great artist. Every other, all artists I look up to are also sensitive people. And that's really what helped me, you know, navigate through that. It's like, you know, when, when you get uh, angry very quickly, or you get sad very quickly, you know, we have a, you know, a platform an art form that you want to connect to other people. I want to make a song that if I'm getting angry, that when you get angry, you can listen to and relate or when I'm getting sad, same thing, happy, same thing. So I think uh, being in tune with my emotions and being uh, understanding of uh, the ways I can take them and the ways I can handle them has been, you know, really my greatest source of inspiration and then you know any experience i go to is the emotions that come afterwards and then that's really how i create and that's really how i uh you know navigate for the most part yeah i see we're getting into your creative process a little bit i love that digging into your mind so like who would you say and i don't know if you have an answer for this but who would you say that your music speaks to specifically is there a specific type of person or demographic I, I like to say it's a very you know uh, broad answer which i just try to make like soul music like i just try to speak to souls and like human music like I, there is like especially in terms of hip-hop you can go by city you can go by race you can go by style you can go by sonics you can go by a lot of different you know demographics but something you know i'm really proud of is i try to understand everybody you know i've been in a different you know environments i've been around a lot of different people and that's kind of helped me learn how to just speak to the soul and like really you know focus on emotions and like like it, it kind of, you know, it, people will kind of say that could be vague and that could be like, you know, you're trying to do uh, too much for too many people. But what I really look at it is as no matter where you're from or how you look or, you know, how you grew up, this is just emotion music. It's soul music. And this is when you're angry or sad or happy or mad or whatever, you know, you this is a song that speaks to that. So that's how I try to, you know, a lot of the people I look up to, obviously, it's good for you as well because you're selling more. But at the same time, you know, I want to be able to speak to as many people as possible. I want to be international. I want to to speak to people from other countries and from other places that you know don't necessarily have the same you know uh, upbringings that we have but when you focus on emotions and you focus on just that human human connection all those through music it's still you know a, a really uh, big thing for me it's really every time i write a song that's what i'm thinking is how many people can i affect with this and then the biggest key to that is emotion it's you know we're all human beings we all although we might feel different ways at some point at some time you know we we overlap and that that's really the key for me Mm, yeah we are all one that is key so you're 20 years old right now how long have you been doing this or when did it all start uh 
no, I say it a lot, but I feel like I, I wanted to rap for as long as I could remember, like like since like the earliest. Obviously, you know, it, it's a very cool thing to do. You know, it's it's you know, it's the money, it's the a fame, it's the performing. You know, a, a, as a kid, you know, especially as a very young kid, that's something that's like really attractive. But for me, it, a, a big thing was always like the possibility of it. Like I think that's the only thing that ever held me back. I was always, you know, I was always a very good writer. And then once I kind of like realized how much rapping was just writing, that that's when it really clicked for me. I was like, okay, that. That, that's definitely something I can do. So then a lot of it was really just kind of focusing on how am I going to do it? I, I always wanted to do it. I, I, I feel like three years old is, you know, the earliest I can remember wanting to do it. Everything else was just like, okay, how am I going to make this happen? And, you know, different stages, you know, I listened to different artists, you know, I, I just had different experiences that just, you know, step by step. It's just like a, I call it like a dial and it just kept clicking and clicking and clicking until like, I probably would say like 14 is when I like, I was dead set. Okay. This is what I'm going to do. This is, you know, everything in my life has kind of led up to this you know like all my attributes everything about me is just everything uh fits this so perfectly so you know everything was just about you know learning the different ways and trying to again you know a lot of it came from knowledge a lot of it came from you know looking up to other people that you know i've done this before it came from you know kind of understanding you know everything about myself really you know fits this path in life and uh as soon as i had that you know i, I was full on forward so 14 is probably when i i started taking like very very seriously you know this is like this is what i'm gonna do and then probably about four years later when i was uh almost like the day after I turned 18 is when I really started, you know, putting out music and really started looking at it like as the business side. So now that's uh, approximately like two and a half years now I've been putting out music and, you know, just trying to do like the business part and, you know, trying to, you know, set myself uh, the best way for the future. Yeah. I love how music is so universal. Like you were saying before to appeal to a wide audience of folks from around the world, like, I listen to Latin music or Arabic music sometimes, and I don't know what they're saying, but I can feel it, right? Like that's definitely um, the vibe I get from, you know, your creation and, and what you've just been telling me too. That's definitely how you want to impact people. So along this journey though, I'm sure you've had some ups and downs. What are some of the main challenges that you face and how have you overcome them? Yeah, I think uh, so definitely, you know, like so that 14 to 18 uh, space where I knew I was serious, but I wasn't like putting music out. It was, you know, it was a very tough time for me, you know, obviously with things happening in my life, you know, that's, you know, that's, that's a lot of your adolescence, you know, you have a lot going on. So aside from that, you know, I, I was really just trying to f uh, figure out how I was going to do it. You know, I, I feel like, you know, just because the way I look or, you know, where people think I'm from, you know, people were not going to take me seriously. Uh, when it came to the music stuff, you know, that was a big weight I always had on my shoulders. It was like, you know, it, being the odd one out, you know, it means, you know, you have to work that much harder. You mean that means you have, you know, that much more opposition on you. So that was definitely a big challenge for me. You know, you that, that, that that's what breeds, you know, envy and jealousy of others. And, you know, you start feeling like that should be me or like that whole time before I started putting music out, you know, it was a lot of, a lot of that, that was a big challenge for me. You know, it was a lot of, you know, uh, just a kind of anger that I'm not in that position and I'm not being myself and I'm not, you know, really doing what I want to do and I feel like I should be doing. So that, that was like, you know, the first big challenge for me, but, you know, like I said, as soon as I turned 18, you know, I, I really felt like, you know, it was time to go, you know, I, I'm going to like, you know, stop caring about what people think. I feel like, you know, this is, this is me. This is what I'm the best at doing. This is what, you know, I really feel like, you know, the powers above are like leading me down down this path. So as soon as I, you know, I had that, you know, spark in me, I just, you know, made my plan and I followed through with it. And, you know, even then, you know, that, that brought upon its own challenges. You know, this is a, 
as you know, like being a creative, it's, it's still a business. You know, you need people to support you. You need people to, you know, back you up. And, you know, when I started, it was very few. You know, I could, I could count, you know, it was like probably two or three people. My first song, I don't think anybody shared, like my first like demo, maybe like two or three people. You know, that's like, I, I know people who start off and, you know, just because of, you know, popularity or, you know, the, the friend group they have or whatever, you know, you, you could start off with, you know, 50, 60. And that, that really creates a, you know, a really big gap. And, you know, that, that was a big, you know, a challenge for me to overcome. You know, I, I've never been, you know, I've never been known for anything other than music. You know, like uh, if you are popular, if you're good looking, if you were good at sports, if you're good at school, you know, you could take that, you know, popularity and, you know, convert it into, into sales and into, you know, whatever you're uh, trying to do as a quote unquote creative. But, you know, when you don't have that, it becomes uh, definitely a lot more difficult. So that was a, you know, it was definitely a tough period for me. You know, it's like, you know, you're trying to get people to listen and, you know, it's just not clicking all the time. So I guess, you know, that was, that was definitely something I had to work through. But I, again, I think by being myself, by being a good person, by being good at what I do, I think I just won person by person. I won uh, people over. I would go do uh, open mics and shows and just, you know, focus on getting one, two more people, you know, to, to start liking me. And, you know, I just kind of built up that audience and, you know, it feels that much better now, you know, knowing that I really had to work for it and really people only ever listened to my music because I was good at it or because I was a good person. It wasn't because I was good at something else and I switched over. I was, you know, I had any uh, attribute over everybody. You know, I really started uh, from as little as I could. I had to make, you know, uh, something out of nothing, uh, in, in better terms. So I guess, you know, those challenges are, uh, I'm really proud to overcome because I feel like, you know, in 10 years down the line, you know, a kid could look up to me and see that and really be inspired and really be uh, understanding of, you know, my journey and uh, the obstacles I had to overcome. So uh, those are definitely challenges that, you know, I, I take in stride and I'm really proud to uh, overcome. That's really powerful. And I love that outlook because, that is true. Like we go through these trials, we go through challenges so that we can relate to other people. Like, especially if we're trying to relate to people on a mass scale, that's what we're talking about, making the most impact mm -hmm. that we can. You can't do that if you haven't been through the ups and downs. You can't know, you know, what people are feeling or, or relate to them at that level that is so deep and powerful if you haven't been there. So yeah, I love that. I love that. And that kind of reminds me of my journey with podcasting too. And I started about three years ago, my first podcast, this is not my first podcast. My first podcast was called creative rebellion. And, you know, the, the purpose of the show was to get people on creators who were doing things that went against the grain of society and challenged the status quo. So a lot of entrepreneurs and people who were change makers in their community, I interviewed them, but listen, like I took all of that down and, you know, whether, whether it's up or not, it was a learning opportunity, but from where I am now to where I was, I, I, I swear it's like such a big gap in, in a learning curve, but such a beautiful journey too. I remember being on my first um, interview, my first podcast shaking like my everything my whole being was shaking I was so scared even prior to that though it took me six months to get over the stage fright I guess to even get on my first show and book that first appointment with somebody and I had to force myself it was baby steps like you said every day I was building even if it were as little as um you know writing out some ideas to ordering my podcast equipment. Like I was scared through the whole thing. And, um, 
you know, that's just what it is though. And that's how I can help other people who are in the same position because I know what they are going through and how they feel. They're scared to put themselves out there. They're scared to say the wrong thing. Like they're scared to even get on an appointment, like, you know, call it an appointment or a conversation, whatever you want to call it. Like it's just getting genuine and, you know, vulnerable with somebody. That's the scariest thing. And yourself as an artist too, you got to be vulnerable all the time, I'm sure. But um, yeah, okay. So we've dug into a lot of beautiful things. I want to make sure that I highlight your new album, Golden Boy. So, okay, tell me about that. Like, first of all, what does Golden Boy mean to you? I think, uh, so Golden Boy has, you know, a couple different meanings, you know, uh, for one, it's like, it's paying homage to my family. You know, I've always, as a kid, they've always said, I've been obsessed with gold. You know, you, you see it right here, you know, it's just, you know, it's always been my favorite color. Like my mom will even tell you a story. I had like a, we had like a wooden chair or something. I took like this gold aerosol spray can and I sprayed the whole thing. Cause I wanted like a gold chair. That's great. <laughs> so, you know, they always, you know, knew I was obsessed with gold since I was a kid. So they used to just call me like, you know, the golden boy. And, you know, obviously as I got older, I kind of understood what that, you know, meant and like a, a bigger term that's like, you know, it's being special. It's being the chosen one. It's being, you know, really like, you know, the one to carry the torch and, you know, really, you know, change the world. Honestly, you know, it's in, in sports in uh, music and whatever, you know, it's the golden boys you know you are like the chosen one so i really wanted to you know combine that with obviously you know paying homage to my family and really like make an album that is really speaking about you know a lot of what we talked about you know i had the odds against me i had a lot of people not believing me a lot of things not go my way you know i really had a lot to overcome but like through it all i'm gonna put my foot down and really say but at the end of the day i'm the chosen one i'm the one who's really you know about to do you know really big things and i want whoever's listening to feel the same way and whatever you're doing like if you're creative if you're an athlete if you run a business i want you to be able to have like this piece of art that you can listen to and really get that you know self-belief and you know even the self-doubt i talk about everything it's like a it's like this battle constant battle between you know self-belief and self-doubt and i just try to make you know it's 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 a long album it's 15 songs but they just constantly go back and forth and you know it's either you know i'm very confident or you know i'm a little bit insecure about you know the the issues i have to overcome and you know everything i have to go through but i feel like again by focusing on emotions, you know, self-belief and self-doubt, I try to create, you know, a project that, uh, hopefully for like, you know, is, is, is representing, you know, uh, me going into that next phase. So, uh, kids in the future, whenever they want to, uh, for whatever I go on to do with, you have this starting point that, uh, no matter who you are, you'll be able to listen and your own emotions, you have songs for them and you have things to get you through and you have motivation, you have inspiration, you have, you know, everything I was going through, just, you know, trying to give that to everybody else. So that, that's a big reason behind the title, you know, it, it helped me build like, you know, a good image around it. You know, it, it's around my favorite colors around, you know, everything, uh, you know, I, I like to believe in. So, so I'm really proud of it. And I hope everybody gets a chance to listen. Amazing. Yeah, I look forward to checking out, digging more into that album, listening to it. Um, where can people find you? Let's make sure that we can all find you, listen to your new album. Yeah, uh, you can find me at J-A-G underscore G-A-T-Z on all socials. Uh, Jag Gas on, on uh, all streaming platforms. You can also find uh, my record label, uh, J-G-M-G-L-V. That's uh, on all uh, social media platforms as well. Uh, and yeah, come check me out. Come check out my music. I have a lot of uh, new stuff on the way as well. So I'm excited for everybody here. And uh, yeah, that would be great. 
Awesome, Jag. Hey, thank you so much for your time and sharing your story, getting vulnerable and um, honestly doing what you do because that's the best thing, you know, just putting yourself out there and telling people to do the same. We need more of that authenticity out there. So thank you so much. Sure. Thanks for having me, Des. Uh, no one else I'd rather have this conversation with than you. This was uh, oh, appreciate great. That. All right, thank appreciate it. Flourishing, spread that soul nourishing. Damn, that shit the purest thing. So I hope if you got goals, you believe in it. You the one in control, I know cause even with all the love that I shown that I ain't get back. I maneuver through setups and setbacks. Thank you so much for lending me your time today. If you found a moment of zen through this episode, I kindly ask that you leave a review on iTunes so that this message might reach more people. For daily positivity and to join a community of awesome humans, follow us on Instagram at ThePositiveAF.